Hey, this is Evergreen, where our stories never go out of season. I'm Mitchell, and uh, I'm a journalist. And this is Caleb. And I'm an audio engineer. And today we have another Everchill for you. This is our 14th episode of Evergreen. And we actually have a special guest today who wrote the story, but is also going to be performing it. This is Ron. Say hi, Ron. Hello, everyone. He was kind enough to uh, jot down his thoughts for us and tell a story uh, with the topics that you guys chose last week, which were a morning cup of coffee, traffic, and an empty revolver. So I'm excited to see what he does with it. Yeah, me too. Sit back and relax and enjoy this 14th episode of Evergreen. They told me once when flying cars were invented, we wouldn't have traffic anymore. Well, here I am. And as far as technology has gotten us, it still feels like we have so far to go. I mean, yeah, cars could get up to 50 feet in the air. These cars have been around for nearly a decade, and it feels like nothing has really changed with them. By this point, we should have at least visited Mars but the government banned spaceflight after they saw it as non-profitable. And here I am, sitting in traffic, hovering 30 feet in the air, not moving. As I drive, I get dirty looks. Who cares, though? I mind my own business. I stay out of their hair. A blue button sits on my center console. With a press, I hear a boil as the coffee is slowly dispensed into my thermos. It's a long drive. Only another three hours to go. I turn on the radio. Disney has bought out Yellowstone Park to make room for their all-new World War IV Memorial Diner and theme park. Ethical efforts across the galaxy have been discussing this. I shut the radio off. Nothing to make you feel even more depressed than corporations slowly removing what is left of nature. In America, all we have left now is Yosemite and the ocean. Land is still our specialty. We would sooner go to Mars than the oceans, but we know that won't happen. Someone cuts me off. I don't even know why that's necessary. I would have taken it as an accident if he didn't flip me off and screamed about my death. If only they really knew me, I thought as I sipped my coffee. I rolled down my window and tried to look on the bright side of what we have done as a society. I mean, we found out how to make fire for one. We invented tools and wheels and medicines. I mean, cancer has been cured. What more do you want? Maybe more fresh trees. This will be my first time back at Yosemite in 10 years. I was 12 back then. It'll be nice to go back. I've only seen artificial trees this last decade. The 
buildings slowly decrease in size and stature as I leave the city and approach this oasis of nature. Who knows how long this place will last? I mean, it costs a fortune to visit, but if it's anything like when I was a kid, it's well worth it. The car screeches to a halt. Well, as much screeching as a car can do while being off the ground. I stopped just in time, but the lady in front of me almost seemed angry that I didn't hit her. If I didn't use a thermos, I'd probably need new legs. As the hours go by, I think on my dad. He was always a strong man, probably born with a mustache and lifting weights. He served in World War IV before I was born and somehow made it out from that crime against humanity. My mother was an accountant. She lost her job to the machines when I was only five. They were always good to me. Anyway, I get to the gate and I see ahead the fee. $200,000. I know inflation wasn't the best, but it was only $120,000 when I checked online. I should have expected the jump in price after hearing the news about Yellowstone. I mean, 80k is almost four months rent from my humble home in the bay. I go on my forearm computer and transfer that extra money out for my savings. As awful as a hit that is, there's nothing that would stop me from coming back here. I would sell a limb if I had to. I pull up to the automated toll booth and the transaction is processed. My car lands on its antiquated wheels and takes me to the trailhead. I roll down my window and take as big of a breath as I can. There's nothing quite like a breath of fresh air when surrounded by poison. The further I drive, the better the smell. The buildings are almost invisible behind the trees. As times like these, I despise what humanity has done to the world. If Yosemite falls, the Earth just won't be Earth anymore. I'd rather live alone in space than in a world without nature. Technology just grew too fast for our morals and left the world in ruin. But none of that matters at this moment. This is for them. The sun sets on this Friday night as I park. I step out of the car and take a deep breath of fresh air. I have a long hike in front of me. The temperature starts to rapidly decrease as the sun sets to the west. I put on a beanie, a pair of sunglasses, a pair of gloves. Now, covered up as much as I could, I grab a small box from the trunk of my car. My legs don't work as well as they used to. So even though it's only a seven mile hike, it would take me until sunrise to get to Cloud's Rest. As I hike, I see a man approach with a flashlight in hand. I look down and continue on my way. As I get closer, they call out in greeting. I just raise my hand and look to the right. It's a little late to be going up, especially without a flashlight. I'll be all right. Hey, are those sunglasses? Yeah, just trying to see the landscape how it was, before all the light pollution. 
This was true, but not the whole story. I almost got away with it until he heard my arm move to try to pull up my sleeve. Wait a minute. Are you one of those robo-dudes? He knocks the sunglasses off of me. He sees my right eye, completely cybernetic. Piss off! He kicks me down. I want to throw him down the mountain. That would only hurt our people. He kicks my arm. Metal. Kicks my legs. Metal too. Kicks my scarred left arm. At least that's organic, you freak. He stomps on it again. He spits on me and walks away. I lie there, not reacting. Not the first time this has happened, and it won't be the last. The night almost over. I reach the peak and think on my past. On 10 years ago, I was 12. The fleeting fresh air passes through my hair. I feel the breeze through the car window. I could feel the chill on my spine, the heat of the hover engines rising up to meet my face. I hear the panic in my mom's voice. The drink slipped from my dad's hand. The impacts of the crash, the blood, the fear, the panic, the depression, the fear, the cold nights, the amputations, the surgery, the fear, the hate, the discrimination. After the crash, the only limb left was my left arm, scarred and burned. My right eye was lost too. These augmentations saved me, but society doesn't see that. Less than 1% of the nation has bionic limbs. They are seen by the masses as messing with what God intended, that I was trying to be God when I was only trying to survive. I didn't even have a choice, but I've accepted myself. I sit at the peak. I can see the whole valley. It's beautiful. A tear forms in my left eye. I take the box out of my bag and hold it close. Opening it, I see my mother's necklace, her old school calculator, her notebook. I see my father's flask, his dog tags, his purple heart, and his empty revolver. I needed to move on try to put the past behind me. I find a patch of dirt beneath the rocks and dig my hand into the ground. I place the past in the ground and cover it up. I sit there, hoping that the past will truly die, that humanity will see me for who I truly am, a person, that we could appreciate what little nature we have, and we could thrive to make this world better for everyone. I take off my sunglasses and stare into the sky. I could almost see a few stars.
Oh man, that was that was a good one. I really enjoyed that. Really, really emotional. Yeah, thanks, Ron, for uh, for writing that and also for um, for giving it so awesomely like that. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, I know that this is uh, first sci-fi. Like or I know uh, Josh kind of had a sci-fi story he did, but I'm a huge fan of sci-fi, so I wanted to focus my story around uh, something more futuristic than some of our other episodes have been. It's just a really good genre. I've always really enjoyed it. It allows you to say a lot about human nature and stuff. As simple as it was, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Blade Runner. Uh, ask just the atmosphere of it. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of inspiration from Blade Runner here, uh, especially uh, focusing on uh, something known as transhumanism. What trans? What is that? Yeah, it's a it's a philosophy that uh, we could use technology to kind of make humans. Uh, better when i say it like that it sounds kind of weird but it's just the uh ability to use technology to like improve human conditions oh augmentation or oh you mean more like glasses like uh, i mean shouldn't that and to our listeners that that wear glasses i mean is that technically are we are we transhumans i wear glasses uh, you know i mean uh technically anything from uh like if you have adhd and you take adderall that's uh Mm, some form of it but uh, what it comes down to is when we get to the more dramatic stuff with uh, some of the crazy technology out today, it kind of scares people. And so that's kind of what I focused on for this. It kind of twists people's normal view on uh, ableism, where people uh, ableism is when you see people who are disabled as not people. With the transhumanism, uh, it kind of moves the level of human up. Uh, in theory, and so people are scared that people without augmentations are going to be seen as less of people. Oh well, yeah, we kind of we kind of see that in in this day and age. There's a lot of controversy over things like cochlear implants for the deaf community oh, and things yeah. like that. Like it, it kind of it's it's definitely a tough issue, and it's that's again why I love science fiction so much is you're able to really explore that issue through such a short and simple but very very poignant story. I really enjoyed it, and and. The, it's nice to know how much thought went into it when it was just based off three random topics that <laughs> listeners chose. Yeah, based on this, or actually sp- talking about those three topics, the revolver, the coffee, and the traffic, was there one of them that you just wanted to fit in there that necess- that didn't necessarily go with the story? Or what was the last one? What was the first one that you started with and then the last one that you added to it? Yeah, so I, I started with uh, traffic because... Oh, uh, God. For- for for a long while, it's a good story. <laughs> yeah, for a long while, I was driving uh, about an hour uh, each way to my job every day. So, Jeez. Yeah, I I know the feeling of being trapped in traffic, and the the one that was a lot harder to fit in was the the empty revolver. I kind of had uh, some sort of like bank heist story, but I couldn't I couldn't make it work. Uh, I think what you did, I think what you did in this one instead has just holds a lot of emotional impact of the of the revolver sitting in the box of memories. I really enjoyed that that part. Yeah, no, I I thought it was really good. And I thought it was um, very, very different from any of the other stories. Yeah, I I do think Josh's was technically a sci fi, but his was a lot more of a kind of a uh, under the skin sci-fi it, it was kind really... of it was a noir first yeah. but and then it also happened to be a sci-fi this was one of our first true sci-fi definitely this was unapologetically sci-fi i mean he even gets coffee from a console in his vehicle yeah uh felt that, very yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was very futuristic 
felt very Huxley, very Asimov, very very derivative of, of um, a lot of really great sci-fi out there, Ron. And I can tell I can tell what you love, so it's we'll definitely want to have you again sometime sometime in the future to do more stuff like this. Oh yeah, I also uh, I take a lot of inspiration from like Star Trek, some of the original series, and Next Generation, where it just uh, besides just being a sci-fi, it also puts. Uh, puts you in a way to view these situations that play out that try to uh, change the way you look at things. I guess that's 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 what a good story really does. Makes you change the way you look at the world. And also, Ron, if there's any way that people, if they want to get a hold of you, if they want to see more of your writing, if they want to see more of what you have to offer, where can they, uh, where can they find that stuff? Oh yeah, I am uh, just started a movie review website called oh, cool. newsunreviews.com. New Sun Reviews? Yeah, so N-E-W-S-O-N reviews.com. Oh yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. You uh, you wrote a, a giant thing on The Last Jedi, right? Oh yeah, it's all it's all my thoughts. It's a little bit uh, unstructured because I wrote it the morning after our midnight showing. Nice uh, little Star Wars hangover. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's just all of my thoughts I had on it. All right, you guys, go check that out. Yeah, and speaking of stories, we will have another next week. And I actually think Mitchell's going to be writing the next one. Uh, yeah. That's right. Uh, it's about time. Might as well. Yeah. I'll knock out another um, one. But I need topics for it. Yeah, we need topics. Um, so let's uh, let's figure that out. All right, I got the list out. If you would like to uh, select the first number, Caleb. Okay. 11? An angry crowd. All right, I like that. Uh, give me, give me another one. Give me another. How one. about thirty-one? Uh, let me see here. Thirty-one, Excalibur. Oh, well, that, well, the angry crowd works well with that. All right, I like Excalibur. Um, Love myself a good fantasy. Two, two. Um, a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sensing some strong Mad Max uh, things going on in the next episode. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, well, I'm excited about that. So you're going to be writing that one. I, I'm not sure. Maybe you'll be the one reading it, or who knows. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. But until next time, guys, um, we want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please, if you enjoyed it, rate it, review it, share it with your friends, do what you're supposed to do with podcasts. Because, I mean, that's the only way this thing gets people hear about this is uh, spreading a good podcast among yeah. good friends. Uh, and also, if you guys want to actually reach us personally, we're on Twitter at EvergreenCast, and you guys can message us or you know email us. We're the same. Follow email. us, message us, DM yeah. us. We'll reply. PM I us. promise. PM us. Just PMS. Just slide right in. We'll be listening. Um, if you want to send us topics to to the, into the Evergreen Bank, we will add those topics. Yeah, please, to the Evergreen please Bank. send topics. Please send as many Cause topics because we're, we're running out. Um, also, if you want to send us a longer form message, you can uh, email us at evergreencast at gmail.com or you can check out our newly uh, newly minted uh, Evergreen Podcast Facebook group, yeah, which exists as well. If you want to talk with other fans or us, we're there as well. We hope you have a great week. Stay tuned for another great story in two weeks. Maybe some fun stuff between now and then. Maybe some surprises. Who knows? Keep your keep your keep your ear to the ground. You guys have a great day. See ya. <laughs>